Hello, it's Wayne Perry, the TV carpenter here. Can I ask you a question? Are you a DIY doer? Meaning, do you like DIY? Do you like fixing the things in your home? Or does it frighten you and you'd rather somebody else did it, like your other half, or you paid somebody to come and do it? The reason I'm asking the question is, it's either one or the other. People don't realise anyone can be a DIY doer. And for, for me, when I say that, I don't mean the big jobs. I don't mean putting up shelves. I don't mean laying laminate flooring. For me, DIY is about having a safe house for you and your family. So when I say safe, knowing how the smoke alarm works and why does it beep or knowing how to turn your water off if your house is flooding or if the fuse trips and your electrics go out, knowing what all the buttons on the fuse board do. So that's a safe home. I think everyone should have that. Everyone should have a practical home, meaning everything should work as it should. So if your curtain tracks falls out the wall, you know how to put it on. Or if your toilet seat breaks, you know how to change it. But also I think everyone should have a beautiful home, knowing what paint types to use, knowing how to upcycle some furniture. If you would like a safe, practical and beautiful home, Let me teach you the DIY around it. All you need to do is join the DIY Doers Facebook group. You can find it on Facebook or you can go to my website, thetvcarpenter.com and I'll link you straight through to there. Let me help you create a safe, beautiful and practical home for you and your family. On today's show of The TV Carpenter, I'll be chatting with Frank, the runner-up from the BBC and Netflix hit show, Interior Design Masters. Hello and welcome to The TV Carpenter. My name is Wayne Perry. Now, if you have a passion for creating a beautiful home and garden, this is the podcast for you. The aim of this podcast is I interview all my friends from the world of interior design and garden makeover shows, all the people I've worked with, the people behind the scenes. So I'll introduce you to all these different guests who can hopefully inspire you to create your dream home. On this week's episode, I'll be talking with Frank, who I worked with on Interior Design Masters. He was actually one of the runners-up. He was the finalist runner-up from the show. But before we chat with Frank, I'm going to share with you a mini interview I did with Ben and Caroline from thorndown.co.uk. Now, Thorndown are my sponsors of the TV Carpenter podcast. As I probably mentioned on lots of my episodes, I absolutely love this paint company. They're amazing. They're very... Uh, careful with the environment they're a brilliant eco brand eco paint brand and I asked lots of questions and one of them was about the awards that the company have won so have a little listen to what Ben and Caroline had to say so Thorndown's been going officially for over a year and you've already won some awards so what were they well we were very lucky to work with an amazing brand and agency and um they and we worked together to create something that was going to really sort of show Thorndown as being sort of a special, high quality, um, forward thinking brand. So we won the Silver Pent Award and also the If Design Award. And therefore branding, but also they do to go into the realms of packaging as well. So not only was the branding recognised as being so very much a breakthrough brand in a very oversaturated kind of paints industry, um, 
but also the fact that all the tins have been designed um, as a different shape. So they're not your bog standard tin shapes. But what, what, what was the thinking behind the, the shape of your tins? So it's very much twofold. It was um, firstly the fact that when you quite often use paint tins, that the opening is so small that you struggle to get your brush into it. They're quite fiddly and they're unstable. So the whole thing was about making them shorter and fatter so that you have a greater centre of gravity. You have a wider opening. So even on our 150mm tins, you can still get a decent sized paintbrush into them. But also we leave a larger gap at the top as well. So it's one of the other frustrations that you open this brand new tin of paint, you have to stir it properly, as with all paints. So you're stirring away and you're losing half the paint over the side of the tins. So we're like, well, we'll just leave a, like, a centimetre or something on top of the paint before the lid. So when you're stirring it, it stays within the tin. So you're not losing any paint. You're still getting the right amount of paint, but Absolutely. you've just designed the tins just to be a little bit higher and a little bit taller. Yeah, and just more user-friendly. It's brilliant. It's just little things like that people think about, that people don't think about, but actually makes the, the end usage so much more you know easy to use. Definitely. It really is the little things like the design of the tin that make using thorn down a real special experience and also they're so cool that they've offered my listeners 15 percent discount on any of their online products so if you go to thorndown.co.uk and type in the code the tv carpenter you can receive that discount I'm so pleased I got to chat with Frank, not just once, but twice. Frank is a good friend of mine now. I worked with him quite a lot on Interior Design Masters, and I made a point of interviewing um, lots of the contestants from the show before the show went out uh, on air. And it was quite nice because I got a perspective of their their views of the show and how they thought it went before it went out. And then what I've done, I've now the show's out and the dust has settled a little bit. I've then contacted them again and had another conversation with them about what what their life's like now the show's gone out. So the first part of this uh, podcast, you'll hear the interview with Frank where we did it, I think, about two weeks before the show went out. And uh, it was... Uh, it was really lovely and he was really positive and really excited about it all and he's equally as positive afterwards so um, the first part is before the show went out and the second part is after the show and the dust has settled and what is up what is going on in his life now so i hope you like listening to the conversation both conversations that i had with frank from interior design masters Frank, thank you. Thank you for um, coming on my podcast. Obviously, we're pre-recording this before the show goes out, but we know how well you did. You got all the way to the final. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Wayne. <laughs> I'd like to think that I helped you get there. You did indeed. I mean, uh, I think we definitely strung up quite a rapport with each other and we were definitely strung together. You were unfortunately putting my team for all your sins and uh, <laughs> came and helped me along the way with your top tips and uh, probably saved me on quite a few occasions as well due to your influence wisdom of uh how should we say tv carpentry tv carpentry yeah it was i had such fun working with you and it's and for people who don't know when they um when they um the carpenters get and um, decorators get matched up with the contestants they literally pull the names out of a hat so um they you know it worked out we yeah we worked together quite a lot but it's just the way it worked we ended up being, being, being put together so you couldn't i know even though a lot of the percent um contestants would would request certain people but it just didn't work like that but it just worked out that i think i, I 
worked on major- all, majority was, of yours. Yeah, and uh, every time, uh, it was like you, the day before you got to locate and we'd always be like, oh, who's, who's the carpenter and who's the decorator? Every time I got you, it was always um, a big sigh of relief because sometimes you work with other tradesmen better than others, don't you? Yeah. And um, we certainly work very, very well. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for everything you did on the show. No, you're welcome, you're welcome. Just also how... You ended up being on the show. What I love, and this happened with quite a few of the content, same for Ju, same for Nikki, just through um, connections and knowing each other. We worked with each other um, at the Idle Home Show. We were styling um, a show house at the Idle Home Show. And we we were chatting about yep. the, the past series of like the Great Interior Design Challenge. And then I told you about, because I knew I was booked for the um, into um, the new show. So, so I remember telling you about it. And I actually sent you the application form for you to do the show. I think I sent you the link. You did, but I think there was a slight change in communication because I think you were saying, did you want to work on it production team and uh, kind of help because we we had a design team behind us. And uh, I think you were kind of suggesting that way, whereas I was very much like, no, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be definitely in front of the camera. Yeah, you're going to be centre front and by George, were you centre front? (laughs) (laughs) So what's what's your background then? What's your background? So um, my background, basically, I started off as a visual merchandiser probably about eight or nine years ago. And um, after a trip to India where um, I kind of uh, fell in love with somebody, uh, Mm -hmm. like a a, a relationship blossomed, not only with someone, but also the country itself, which is probably one of my biggest influences for my design today is my love of India. Mm -hmm. And uh, after I came home, um, a whirlwind romance led me down to London um, where I got a job kind of... How, how should we say it in a good way? Uh, bluff my way slightly yeah. to um, a very good job with a furniture company, a high-end retailer, um, and I was regional visual, visual merchandiser for them. Wow. But it was definitely my first step into interiors where it wasn't so much just a random product. It was totally designing room sets and schemes throughout the eight stores that they had at the time. Um, and that was that was really my first proper job within interiors then after that I moved around slightly um, did a bit freelance work on my own um, until I was headhunted for a job um, that company that was based down in Ascot um, but they were very much the preferred supplier for a few huge estates in London including the Grosvenor estate nice. and really my job role was to be the go-between between the client and the designers back in the office and I'd go in and spec for the properties whether they be for let or for sale and then pass it back to a team which would choose furniture and I would then have ultimate sign-off on what was going into the property and then style it so mm-hmm. I was always very much on the cusp of interior design but very much an interior stylist and I think that definitely comes across throughout the show. No absolutely well I think that's why I was kind of so blown away by you obviously that first meeting at the ideal home show because we were dressing the show house that they'd got there and you know you you yeah. brought in last minute kind of you know fresh and and we, they just left you for rooms and you know you would style beds and cushions and and all these things and and your your attention to detail you know w- was amazing and i think that's why i was like oh, oh you, you you know yeah you, you'd be great at you're great at this you you know not you will be you already are and that was amazing and then it was lovely to see you like with on on the show you know translate that i think the first episode we worked together was the the chocolate hotel and by day one we'd done all we'd done all the building and then day two i think i was just ironing bedding you you were styling for days i've got you ironing i've got you ironing 
that remember. Yes. Um, in fact, I think I've got photographic evidence of you putting down all the drills and the saws and everything, yeah. and you had an iron in your hand. And that was partly, I think, a little bit of a... Um, it was a tactful move for myself because I didn't want you to be moved on to the other contestants <laughs> in my team. <laughs> but I remember saying, look, do you want but, me to go? Um, he went, no, no. Just, I went, I can't spend a whole day ironing. He went, yeah, just, yeah, just do that. Like, and I remember like... Just do it. <laughs> just do it. And I was like, well, my, we were told in the show, you know, just to whatever the contestants asked, that's, that's what you do. You know, I was like, okay, fair enough. But actually, I'm going to ask yeah. you because I've been asking some of the other contestants and I remember you gave me some top tips because the this podcast is all about top tips as well is bedding like is the thread count the most thing important or you know like what what would because remember you saying i have a long time i have a long time love affair with bedding i am i think a bit of a master of beds and um, i think top tips are it's not all about your thread count because the higher the thread count the more amount of cotton you get per square inch yeah and therefore if you're a bit bed ocd like myself if you're ironing a higher thread count it's going to be a, a lot tougher to do and get really crisp yeah. um if you sweat in bed or if you get very warm a higher thread count is for you you need to go lower wow okay. um, and then there's a big difference between cotton percal and cotton sateen yeah. and percal is uh, just a one over one under weave which will give you a lot crisper cooler feeling at night when you sleep in the bed yeah. whereas a sateen is a lot more of a, a kind of silkier smoother finish yeah but it it will make you warmer so it's a lot more of a luxurious bed linen uh-huh. however my top tip if you are kind of i don't know in the industry or whatever and uh doing maybe show housing or staging or anything like that um and i think i think some of the contestants may have stole this from me throughout the show uh-huh. but always put two duvets in your bed and always fold it back at the top so shove everything to the top and then when you roll it back like you'll have seen yeah. episode two in hotels um it gives that real plush kind of big bed feeling yes. and trust me those beds that we were working with they were no plush bed <laughs> worth it no they weren't i think you were raiding all their like laundry cupboards and things just to get that extra quilt yeah i was and i still not i still never found like a white balance i had to use that rubbish bloody brown thing yes. that was uh i just had to kind of disguise with about 300 throws but anyway it worked out all right in the end brilliant i love i love that top tip no one's answered it as, as well as you so i finally got my my bed linen top tip i'll tell the missus was was the show everything you expected i think i, I genuinely think i don't know what the other contestants have told you but i genuinely think it just went surpassed any expectation the um the stress level because <laughs> because people when you watch the show you don't quite understand what goes on behind the scenes and we would literally find out whether we were through to the next episode and then have to quickly change if there was tears or whatever you slapped a bit of concealer under your eyes and you changed and got on with it after lunch and you'd start filming for the next episode and literally the moment you left those studio doors you were already thinking about what you were going to do with the next brief. And it was crazy, the the fact that you were trying to prep, design, and then order all within about a probably nine-day window, yeah. including weekends, and then get to the location and get to the next one. It was literally... I mean, I think you will see us age throughout the eight episodes or however long everybody gets. You just see us gradually get more and more tired and broken. So it definitely made emotions kind of run wild. And I'm sure the production crew had an absolute field day with what we gave them on camera because the stress levels were just out of, you know, over the top, yeah. shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you 
What what did you get from the show? As in within your interior design um, uh, skills, or you know, because the thing is, you you worked on so many different well, rooms and so many different places. What 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 did you learn? I think number one is to never work with such ridiculous budgets again. I think, <laughs> I think the fact of like trying to make over spaces like a salon with three thousand pounds. I mean, it's it was just crazy. So it really tested kind of your resourcefulness and how how much you could do with such little. So I think that was number one. I think for me, myself as a contestant, I very much went into the the competition as a buyer and a stylist. And I kept getting asked it all the time. It was like, oh, Frank, you've just, you've put in a bought chair. You're not upholstering things. You're not doing... But I very much came from a background where it wasn't like a DIY thing. I was very much, you buy it in and it looks finished and it's crisp and it's done. Um, but you'll see how gradually throughout the episodes how much I had to kind of improvise more and really start thinking outside the box. Yeah. And I can honestly say, I think I went into the competition as a stylist, but I think I came out of it as a designer, which was, for me, something, you know, it's it, it broadened my um, my skills. Yeah, absolutely. Because I remember chatting with Nikki and we were saying that she was like, well, after, the, after doing the show nothing's going to be as bad as the show. So it's as in the stress levels. So, so like, I'm, I'm never going to have yeah. to be shopping for one whilst building another show, about whilst building one in the daytime, going home, doing your mood board for the next one, just in case you get to go through and you have to present it the next day when you find out whether you're staying or not. But also just yeah. that, that turnaround time. Yeah. And it makes you make decisions quickly because you haven't got time to, you know, Absolutely. to fanny about. Yeah, I think that was one thing that I didn't struggle. I'm very I'm quite rational, like personality, full stop. I'm very kind of off the cuff. So I was very much like that will do, like sling it up, let's get that in there, sling it up, sling it up, sling it up. Like I was very much like that. But I know that some of the other contestants, especially people like Nikki and Ju, oh. they love to go into the detail of the whole design process, which I wasn't as familiar with. Yeah. So they would really stress over the decisions they were making. Whereas to be quite honest, I was literally like, you've got what you've got once you're on location, so you've just got to use it and make the best of what you can do. Yeah. But it was, um, I think it pushed all of us to our absolute limits. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And um, not just the final, but um, out of all the episodes, firstly, which was your favourite episode? Oh, God, this is so hard. Um <sighs> I think it was probably episode seven, Salons. I was just... <laughs> really? I remember walking... A- yeah, because I remember walking away from it thinking, like, it's not finished and I was stressing about it. But actually, when I look back, yeah. I am I was so proud about uh, over what we actually did in that room. I, out of the three of us that were left, mine was the biggest flooring, basically a whole total rewiring. Um, I think it did tick... Um, the guy's brief, who yeah. it was uh, uh, quite hard clients, please. Yeah. Um, and, it, and definitely his expectations kept chopping and changing. So it was really hard to get around that. But I think I'm weirdly, I'm, I'm most proud of that. Yeah, I think. I like, obviously, I worked on that one with you and it did look amazing yeah. by the end. And that, that, yeah, you but know, it was the most stressful thing ever. It was. I think, I think it was, that was a hard one because we had electricians, we had plumbers, 
You know, it wasn't just We were usual. totally out of our depth, and literally that electrician. That, I love the trains that I work with, but I've got to say, the uh, the fitty electrician on uh, episode seven, God, he loved the camera as much as I did. And so it was a constant battle to actually just get the bloody job done. <laughs> okay, and reverse of that, if you could change anything or do anything different on any of the episodes... Which one would that be? I think, do you know what, Wayne? I'm just going to be totally honest with you. There'd be a lot that I'd change. I mean, when you look at... Also, a little point I want to say is, obviously, when they edit on the camera, um, for when they air the show, the colours come up very, very differently. So um, how you see it on the TV screen isn't how it looks in, like, our own photos and things. Um, It's very much kind of over-contrasted. So the hotel room, for example, literally looks like you've took a bad trip in there. Like, it's very bright. But in real life, the the green was a lot more muted um, and that kind of turmeric coloured headboard was a lot more muted as well. Um, I love that room because I love elephants. I think we've really got carte blanche on that. Um, However, I think just throughout the competition, the thing I'd change is I think I'd be a, a bit more considered on everyone, really. I think I'm naturally more is more with me. I think certain aspects it would have made it look better if i just reined it in slightly but no i'm gonna totally disagree and i know i, I can say we, i'm oh, saying really? this now i'm saying this now in not even in hindsight because we haven't watched any of the episodes but you got to the final do you know what i mean so yeah, you must I have did. done something I mean, I, right yeah oh i don't know we'll just have to see how it all plays out <laughs> i really don't know but i went in like such a cocky little bugger and literally by the end I mean, between all of the guest judges and Michelle, they definitely knocked me down a peg or two. Uh So um, I think just the whole thing was just such a huge learning curve. Yeah, well, the thing is, you got to the final, mate. You know, you from from day one, you 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 were always great, and you got you got all the way to the final. The one running commentary I think that we had was the Wayne. Can you just? Can you just like literally? We'd have five minutes to go, and you'd be like, "Can you just put up this?" Well, that takes an hour. Or, or the, the final when yeah, can you just cut a curve to put this curtain track up? And I was like, "Where am I going to how? Well, I've put all my tools away." <laughs> I'd, yeah, it was, yeah, it got a bit sick. But I could have killed you in that la- last episode. Like, when you drilled the front of those bloody doors oh, on no. that naked kitchen, I could have <laughs> oh, throttled God. you. But I managed to keep it very much calm and, yeah. um, and just got on with it. But it was, I think we were just all, by the eighth episode, by the yeah. final, it, it was done, wasn't it? We were exhausted. We were exhausted. cast cast and crew yeah oh no absolutely so you're so going forward now obviously when this goes out the show will be aired but i'm, I'm speaking to you before yep. it's been aired. i think it's going to go on in about two three weeks time what's your what's your yeah. hope from the show what are you hoping to get from the show i mean i think i'm a bit of a maverick in more ways than one and i just want to kind of have that and, and grow it so it's not it's not done yet I'm hoping it will grow over a few years I really want people to see kind of my rooms and, and places that I'll, I'll do in the future as that's Frank style and uh-huh. I suppose whether it be egotistical or not I want it to be kind of very identifiable and something different to the running trend I mean we can see a lot of different design styles we're all on Instagram and Pinterest nowadays however there is just this recurring theme of what is of the moment and what's in trend and I have to admit I think I do go against the grain with a lot of that so I hope people if they want to employ me to design their homes or their spaces or commercial spaces whatever it might be um I hope that they all want something different and I hope that when they think of me, they identify me with something that is just completely 
different to the norm. Okay, so at the moment, then, like you said, this is an evolving thing. Like you know, for, and I always think that's. That, yeah. I think what you said is bang on. If you think someone like Sophie Robinson, you know, is one of the judges on the Interior Design Show, yeah. she's one of the judges on the show. She's known for color. You know, her yeah. her house isn't bland yeah. by any step. You know, whereas Kelly Hoppen's known for you know off whites and very muted. So you know, and, yeah. and I think it's good to have your uh, your your kind of style. And a lot of the people on the show had their own. Like Zhu was colorful. Jerome was quite dark in his you know choices yeah. and stuff so at the moment if someone was going to employ you as an interior designer what do you think your style is at, is at the moment then i think it's always using bold color i think it's always got an ethnic influence always i'm obsessed with living abroad and just that kind of inside outside space that a lot of countries like morocco india those kind of places have um there's always abundant greenery and it's always a little bit camp i'm not gonna lie Now, Frank, when I spoke to you, I think it's about two months ago now, before the show went out, I asked you if there's anything you would change. But that was all obviously mainly about style and, and, and things you were doing in the, in the builds. But now you've watched the show. Is there anything you would do different? Oh, this is such a hard question to answer. But I, I, I don't think there is, really. I think I had... Um, I hate the word, but I think I had quite a good journey. Um, I think I went in and I was kind of made out to be this certain character but I think by the end of it I think people kind of liked me for that so you know me being maybe a little bit brutal at times I think a lot of people kind of were like well kind of needed saying and things I probably would have toned it down slightly in the start but I don't know you can always look back on your work and be critical about it so there's obviously going to be like major tweaks I would have made to all of the projects but I was quite happy with how it turned out and do you know what I'm, I'm really relieved I've got second place I don't think I could have done as, as good a, a job as Cassie did on that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a poison chalice, wasn't it? I think they the yeah. uh, the prize came was revealed quite late on, and then the prize came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, I don't want that. It's a bit scary that yeah. one." <laughs> well, it's quite funny actually because I don't know whether we can do too much behind the scenes, but we all got filmed in Whitstable. That's when it was all kind of revealed to us, and we all went off one by one with fun probably had a good hour's chat on camera and um i think i think she was literally like i think her face went deadpan and she was literally like i, I don't want this and then cassie was like cassie was like yeah i want it and then i was just a blubbering mess and i think i was crying that much i don't think they could hear it and then i remember coming back to the salon and i'd left you all tasked and um yeah you were like so what is it and i was like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so i think that's why it didn't make the episode yeah i think that it didn't make the episode that one but it's interesting like like you were saying you know you at the beginning you know you were quite outspoken and i've said this on my podcast already but what i loved about you is you you just said what you thought but also then you'd go and say to the contestants look i've just said this about you do you know what i mean because look you know <laughs> but so it wasn't so when anyone would say to me well what's frank really like i was like he's lovely he's actually really really lovely but actually he's he's the film crew's dream the director's dream because he's just saying what he think what everybody's thinking and the, no yeah. and everyone else has been reserved and just going second guess you were just like, nah, just saying as it is, that's not going to work. Or, well, I, mean? I, think it's, I think it's important and I think the main thing to always remember in an industry like interior design is just because I say it doesn't mean it's right or it's wrong, it's an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. Everything is down to opinion. It's all, it's all what personal likes and dislikes, you know? So um, 
Yeah, I was just putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. What was really lovely, um, and I messaged you, uh, obviously we kept in touch since the show's aired. I'd, I've worked with you most of the time on the show, so we became good friends. But I remember just sending you a picture. I was driving in London with the missus, and I was passing Liberties of London, and I, sh- I sent a picture of their window display. And their window display had <laughs> <laughs> your lino from the skate shop on the wall in the window. Yeah. And I was like... He's ahead of the trend. Blind eyes caught on. Blind eyes caught on. And then what was really hilarious that my good friend um, Leanne, she does all the videography for Liberty, uh-huh. and she went down once a month. She or once every six weeks, she goes down and she films the window. And she texted me and she was like, you won't believe it. Your lino is on the wall in the windows. So I don't know whether Liberty were ahead of me or I was ahead of Liberty. I like to think it was the latter. <laughs> but, but that leads me because we had quite a few question, um, questions about the lino. Where did that idea come from? Well, another little bit of behind the scenes is up until episode four, I was kind of working full time as well. Yeah. So my design, I can't exactly say that I like spent hours and hours like considering every little element. It was a little bit like, do you know what? We're going to go for that. 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 And even though it was me and Jerome on the shop project, which was um, the first time that I used the lino, um, it was it was really just like a great cost effective solution. And I was like, do you know what? I can trust that Wayne will find a way to get it on the wall, so I'm going to water it. And that's kind of how it started. There was a huge rip in it, but we managed to mask over that. It was It's all just a bit, do you know what, the way I design sometimes, it's all just a little bit like, do you know what, I love that, I'm going to go for it. It's just kind of grabbing the ball by its horns, not thinking too much and just going with what you love. Yeah. And um, I think that's how the whole flyno movement was born. <laughs> I love it. I have, was... to keep, I, I have to keep plugging flying. Oh, hopefully someone's going to pick up on it. out there. looking for partnerships, looking for partnerships. I got a question from um, Claire Delaney, I think it is. She asked, um, has your opinion of any of the other contestants changed since you've watched the show? Um, no, uh, absolutely not. So um, we, regardless of what you see on camera and how much tension there was, we, we really are all really good friends. Um, we're on a WhatsApp group that I've actually had to mute because there's so many, it just pings off constantly, but we're uh-huh. all really in close contact. We all really, I think there's just mutual respect for all our different design styles. Like even, you know, me and Cassie, there was a huge beef. We are really good friends, but there's just, there's just a, a mutual kind of respect there. Um, and I think everybody's opinions of each other right from the start, we've all kind of, it's all carried on. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, they're the queen of vintage. They're the queen of modern and graphic. She's the queen of floral. Yeah. Jerome's the queen. Do, do, do yeah. you know what I mean? It's all just, it's, there's just a respect there. And uh, we all do really love each other. And what's, what's really interesting, you know, it is making a show. And like, it, yeah. and it was, it's kind of, I'm aware of how it's edited and how it's looked. So, that, you know, there'll be moments where, one personal, you know, you'll go off for VTs, you go off and do little bits to camera as in, throughout the whole thing. And you're being pulled away to chat, but everybody's being pulled away. And every, they're asking yeah. you questions for you, yeah. for you to give comment, you know what I mean? So, and, you know, and you, you, from day one, you're taught to, you know, say the question in the answer, you know, and yeah. and, and, and and then it's just how they edit it for the, the narrative and the storyline that goes through. So, like you said at the beginning, you you know, all, they use quite a lot of, like, your negative stuff, but everyone will have said negative stuff. It just happens that they're the ones of you that they showed. But like you said, yeah. your, your journey was amazing. 
you know, see, yeah, and I think also one of the big points as well is like TV producers, they're very clever people, and if they want you to say something, they will get it out of you. They'll ask the question 300 times yeah. in order for you to just finally say it. If they think it's on your mind, they will manage to get it out of you. And a couple of times they'll say, Well, Frank, we know you're not being honest right now. Mm-hmm. So then you end up kind of just going, Do you know what? What the heck? I hate their design. <laughs> um, you know, but. Yeah. They, I think they definitely got what they wanted. They did, they did. We had lots of questions about the elephant wallpaper, which is our first one we did together in the Ho Chocolate Hotel. And where, uh, where was that from? Where was that from? Yeah. Um, so it's from Colin Sons, which is probably my all-time favourite wallpaper brand. Yeah. They are, um, for anybody that's like not totally familiar, um, they have been around a very, very long time and they've got huge archives. They've got now even got books which are remastered from the archives. So they're always bringing out new collections like twice a year. And they are a designer wallpaper brand, so a little bit pricey. However, they're not ridiculously priced. That's why I use them a couple of times throughout the show. The palm print wallpaper in the student halls was also from Colin Sun. Uh-huh. And I just love how they they always go all out with the colours, like all of their colourways. It's always kind of very much maximalist, which I'd say I'm probably veering more towards. Yeah. What's interesting, Colison also do a big um, like bargain clear out every year as well. So I know a yeah. lot of people will go and you get like the end rolls. So if you, you know, if you, if you only want Love three, two, yeah, two, three rolls of a batch, then you can go and you can get from a fraction of the cost. I know a lot of people have gone and then designed the whole room around the wallpaper from Colison that they've, they've managed to get at a bargain price because it's like you say, yeah. it's, it's not cheap. Um, but the, um, there's well, kind of like a little, shall I give you a top? Tip? Yeah, please. Like, yeah. yeah Always do. Sometimes be really careful because if even if you're getting them at really good prices, you need to make sure that the batch numbers try and correspond with each other. Because if you try and match them all up, highly colorized wallpapers, and um, they can have a slight color difference. So I'd never recommend trying to kind of hodgepodge in a wallpaper room with different batch numbers, even if they are from the same same type of, of paper um, but what's quite a good way of doing it is if you fall in love with a designable paper or even if you're paying full price and can only afford one roll um, doing something with like panelling so if you measure to the width of the wallpaper and do say three drops and then very much like my episode one where you put um, like a bead in or an edge around it you can get away with only using one roll and that way you can fill a wall make it a feature it sits right and you've got your designer piece of wallpaper but you're not having to go into hundreds and hundreds of pounds in order to just finish a wall. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So just using one batch within one frame kind of thing. So it's yeah, all, all yeah, in, yeah. It's it works really well. Oh, it's brilliant. Brilliant top tip. Now, this question is from my wife, who's just done it to pee me off. So she asked... Where did you get the kitchen from in the final? Because we hinted about what happened in the final when I when I listened to it, the, the thing before. So, firstly, okay, answer the question, Frank. Where did we get the kitchen from in the final? So, um, the kitchen was from... I'm actually doing a blog post about it in the next two weeks, but um, it's from an amazing kitchen company called Naked Doors. They also own Naked Kitchens, and they've got a, another one which I can't remember. They've got, like, a, three companies. They're based in Norfolk. They're family-run, and they are bloody amazing. Um, they were MDF Doors, and it's from their Ladbrook range, I think, which was walnut-backed. So through those little cut-out circles, yeah. 
that was the handle and it was walnut bats. However, I had the world's worst tradesmen on the planet. <laughs> they attached them to the kitchen doors in the wrong way. So that's why oh. you didn't get too much camera time. Why did, do you know uh, who did that? Oh, I, I, let me just think. It might be right. Okay, so I'll fill everybody in. So I, I told my, that the whole of the, I did all like seven episodes of the eight. I didn't do the first one, did all of them. And throughout the whole of the time, I was dreading the final because I thought they're going to show this. And to your credit, which is why I love you very much, is um, these these panel doors didn't have the hinge holes put in. So we had to screw them in and they looked the same front and back apart from the finger hole was slightly different. So you only knew it wasn't obvious because they looked exactly the same. So we had to screw in these um, holes to put the hinges on. And we were in the room, we had bought just enough for all of it. And as I was drilling it, Dickie, the other builder, just looked at me and gasped. And and then you went, what? And I went, oh, and you could see I drilled the holes in the front of the door. And at that point, the camera crew spun round and like, what? And to your credit, Frank, and I'll always thank you for this, you went, no, nothing, I just spilled some water, you know, nothing. And they, they moved away, they, the camera crew moved out of the way. And I was like, Frank, I've done this like that. And you were like, you were like um, and then I was like, look, we need to tell the camera guys because they need to get it. So we pulled them in and showed them what had happened. But what, but what I loved is you were like, I, you didn't, you, you could see the fear on me and you di- didn't want my lasting legacy of the show to be yeah. me your kitchen and I'll if always it gets, be if, it get, if the season gets renewed if the series gets renewed you, you wouldn't be on it if they got that <laughs> <in the laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I've, I've done like all these shows and I've failed on the final task but yeah so to your credit you, you didn't say anything But and, and then when we were watching the final I was sitting with my wife and she just looked at me because there was a moment where I go Frank there's a problem and it was the, they, they talked about the lino floor they didn't talk about the, the kitchen cabinets <laughs> but you, I could you know, I was like, was, do you know what by that it was so kind of like there was issues with loving everything like that headboard and yeah. that final like I was just completely ruined for the end of it but it was just more when you're on set there's not that lot you can do apart from if you run out of paint this was kind of from episode one all the way through to episode eight yeah. unless you run out of like paint or something there really is nothing you can do so you've just got to think on your feet make it work and, and get it done yeah. and um, I think we all I mean God you saved my bacon so many times <laughs> <laughs> it was payoff thank you I think it was, it was, it was for me being nice to you for all those other episodes um, you, exactly. you, you returned okay. the favour at the end well that's it really well I just want to wrap up with and I say it to all my guests on 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 the show it, well, it, well I've got a few questions actually but the first one is if you could design or have your perfect space your perfect room can you describe that to me and what you'd be drinking as well oh god you know me so well <laughs> um, I think it would be um, an old Haveli in Jaipur which is like a big kind of townhouse kind of Riyadh style property with lots of original features it would be the master bedroom with probably like an adjoining sitting area and I'd be sipping on a spiced margarita Ooh, I've never had a spice margarita. I've never. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever had one actually. I'll have to have one of those. <laughs> they're good. They're good. And um, just extra finely, extra extra finely. What are you doing now? What how's life treating you now? It's all being aired, and and what are you up to? So it's definitely been a bit of a crazy one, um, but I am kind of just getting to it. I've got a lot of inquiries, but I think it's just working out the ones that I want to pick and choose. Yeah. Um, at the start, I really want to kind of put my name to things that are 
quintessentially frank. Um, I've got a few brand collaborations that I'm working on. I've just done one this week, which is quite exciting. Um, and I am trying to save all my money and get myself out to India in the new year. <gasps> Ooh, very jealous. I've been to India quite a few times. It's Fingers beautiful. crossed. Not for, not for a holiday either. I'm hoping to go for a little bit of a longer period. Uh-huh. Um, because off the back of Netflix, like to my pure joy, um, with the show going kind of worldwide, I've had like a lot of attention from Indian clients and um, from a few magazines and, and big paper companies out there. And um, so that's something that I probably really want to pursue. If I can, if I can do things to move me out there to send me a clients, I'm all for it. Oh, absolutely. I've worked in India quite a few times and it's it's absolutely stunning. It's great. Thank you so much for, for chatting to me. And, uh, no worries, my pleasure. Good luck with everything. And once again, thank you. He really is a cool guy, is Frank. I really, really like him. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my interviews to hear about what it was like to be involved in the show and to find out what he's up to now the show has finished. Um, you can send me questions and anything you want me to feature on the show by contacting me, Wayne Perry, on Instagram or Twitter. Actually, you can help me out because I'm interviewing the lovely Nikki from Interior Design Masters, um, Nikki Bamford Bowes of When They Went Wild, which is her social media handle. And we're going to have a glass of wine around at her studio and she's going to answer some questions and tell me what she's up to and fill you in on what her experience of being on Interior Design Masters was like. So, yeah. Yeah, don't forget to send me some questions if you have any burning questions for her. As always, a huge, huge thank you to my sponsor, Thorndown. Um, and you can get 15% discount by putting in the TV Carpenter on their website, uh, thorndown.co.uk. And you can get that 15% discount from them on any of their online products. Now, all that's left for me to say is thank you for listening to the TV Carpenter. Mm-hmm.